I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. So please, no flash photography and please unwrap your candy now. Alright, so... I don't know why I was about to call you Aubrey. That is, like, so not your name That's at all. That's all good. No, it's because her last name's O'Day. Do you no. know who Aubrey O'Day is? I, Danity Kane? Yes! Oh! Ian, Danity Kane! Oh, God. <laughs> I'm, like, almost ashamed for, like, being able to pull that out. Yeah. <laughs> and Claire is so been, proud of me. I have never been more proud. Well, Susan O'Day. <laughs> I'm guessing no relation? No, no relation. All right. Oh, your wish. turn. Me too. Yeah, scooch on in and tell us your story. What happened to you this week? Um, well, I went to the duplex for the first time in a while. And what's the duplex for people at home? Oh, okay. So the duplex is this very famous uh, piano bar uh, theater establishment in the West Village. It's kind of like right in the heart of uh, the West Village. Um, It's right next to Stonewall. And it's just this like, you know, gay piano bar that people go to to sing and be merry and have fun. And there's a theater attached to it for cabaret um, theater. It's just very New York. Um, and it's just just the most fun. And we had friends visiting. And so um, we went there after we had had dinner. And we drank and sang at the piano bar and saw some shares. Um, Multiple shares? Well, no. One of them was definitely share. And she was, well, she was upstairs. And these were these drag were... queens. Oh. <laughs> yeah, um, thank you for drag queens. Time. Sorry, not actual yeah. shares. Um, so Imagine if there were like four actual shares. Not, that could be possible in I mean, West she Village. She came straight from the Billboard Music Awards to mm-hmm. be with you at the duplex. Exactly. Absolutely. It's the fun place to, to and be. And nowadays, especially with Drag Race being such a big social phenom. Iconic, yes. Iconic. Were these drag queens up to the RuPaul standard of singing the song, or it was all lip sync? Oh, it was lip sync. You oh, know? Okay, it's a okay. lip sync for your life situation. But it was just like very casual drag. I mean, in in the sense that like they were just like having a casual Wednesday, um, dressed as Cher upstairs, singing "Turn Back Time." You know, like right. as as you do. That's fun. I mean, um, yeah, it was it was pretty incredible to be a part of and. What are your thoughts on turn back time versus do you believe in life after love? I think I like do you believe in life after love? I just especially because I didn't I didn't even know that that was the lyric until you just said it. <laughs> well, I just think that it has such a cool like. Yeah. It's definitely. I just think it like and there's something about that. Yeah. The, uh, uh, yeah. The back yeah. pulsating. I yeah, think that totally really pulsating. music like that. I mean, really, just the whole share discography. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You could use the word discography, yeah. Claire. Thank Go. you very much. Check plus. Hi, yes, Brenda Lawson. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's our episode title. Brenda, Brenda loves, loves it. it. Brenda loves it. Um, but I feel like share really lends itself to that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Were they pretty good? The drag they, queens? They were great. They were, honestly, I mean, it's just, I, I have a hard time, because they're just so beautiful, I have a hard time not staring, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a starer. Now, oh, okay, they're gorgeous. <laughs> don't look so sad. <laughs> now, as someone who is, like, a bluegrass band member, 
Do you like? Is that like your like, kind of your scene? Is like that drag bar? No, area? I wish it was more my scene. <laughs> I know we were like we had had. Yeah, a... I thought that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally my <laughs> scene. Yeah, same. <laughs> I've known her for like two years, and I'm and same. She's a very selective laugh. Exactly. Yeah, she only finds so many things funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's like interesting to think about. Like, yeah, this like. Like this really like down to earth like like you guys were saying earthy oh yeah bluegrass girl and it's like yes share yeah, living yeah, it up like that juxtaposition I feel like anytime you find yourself down there for whatever reason like it's just I feel like there's always a story involved in it because it's just it's a, I spent most of my young twenties like when I was done work going to the West Village and I have never I mean I can remember like my shoes coming off and just. <laughs> wandering around the streets and I knew the the falafel guy in the corner I loved it there and I hadn't been back in years and it's just always it's always just a bit of a kooky time when you're down there and you just kind of feel like in some odd way like you're all family that's awesome Um, yeah I love it but yeah that's another great drag song we're the best the ultimate yeah Yeah. ultimate yeah what would you say is the ultimate drag song that's one of them, definitely. I think that it might be Rose's turn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. From Gypsy? Yeah, from Gypsy. Oh, yeah. Vamaya! Vamaya! It does depend on, like, the drag queen, because, you know, you have now you have, like, all different, like, there's older drag queens, and then, like, there's a newer pop drag queen that's I very think, RuPaul. Mm-hmm. The ones that I see race. the most of, like, the theater stuff mm-hmm. are Gypsy, or Rose's turn yeah. from Gypsy, and maybe like the witches rap from mm-hmm. Into the Woods. Yeah. The mm-hmm. disco hits, I see a yes. lot of Cher. I see a lot of Shaka Khan. Mm-hmm. And then um, in the pop realm, obviously a lot of Britney and Beyonce. Right, right, right. The mm-hmm. one song that everyone loves is um, Emotions by Mariah Carey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, like yeah, that amazing whistle. Like, a friend of mine is a drag queen, so I've seen him her her perform. Lots of my friends are gay. Yeah, I know a lot of gay people huge in the gay community. <laughs> you're you're the Donald Trump of gays. Did um, you say huge gay people in the community. Huge, huge in the huge. gay community. Oh, okay. We got the best gays in the world. Yeah, right here. Right here. It's true. Um, so I was at um, there is a drag queen who my friend Champagne Bubbles was performing with. That drag drag queen names are They're, probably well, my favorite. Well. <laughs> Kind of, that's that's her name, and then kind of bring it full circle to um, something I said before. The drag the the queen that the queen that went on before her was Sutton Lee Seymour. Oh yeah, Sutton yeah. Lee Seymour's all over. Town. Yeah, so she did this really like hilarious mashup of Judy Garland songs with oh, Judy. Judge, Judy's a big one too. With Judge Judy interjections. Oh, <laughs> it was, and it was so oh, funny. Like it was just so. Funny. You know what? I have seen a lot of the more um, kind of fair drag uh, drag queens. A lot of them will sing like Ursula from The Little Mermaid. Like yeah. they'll, oh, find, yeah. they'll find their like villains. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe, do you have any experience with drag queens? Have you ever been to a drag bar? Uh, no, I haven't been to a, a drag bar, but I did do a gig this year at the Brooklyn Center for LGBTQT. Oh. For the Brooklyn LGBTQT community, and it's a center where you know they can find support and and all kinds of things. But yeah, we did a fundraiser for them, and I played bluegrass for them. <laughs> so I, I got to see. I had the pleasure of seeing all kinds of drag queens and hearing them sing. And yeah, it was yeah. really good. I feel like you would enjoy it. 
I had a great time. I had a really good time. One of the things I love about drag is that it has, uh, without pissing anyone off, singularly separated itself from the LGBTQ community. Of course, there's a lot of crossover. But drag itself, particularly because of RuPaul and Mm -hmm. Drag Race, has become... Uh, as rightfully so, separated from that community because the, I mean, there's a lot of crossover, but they're they're not really related. Oh, it's well, also they it's, uh, it's uh, they shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> they shouldn't be. I mean, it shouldn't. You know, it's an art form in itself, right? So it's totally. not something that you should. Uh, and it's not cross dressing. N- no, and and right. one when and it's th- I think right now it's really important to be able to make that distinction between you know drag queens and also our members of the trans community because they're very very different things yes. um, yeah. and I think they get a, a lot of times rolled into one thing mm-hmm. and to be queer too like to be on the queer spectrum to be in the queer community um, is also very different oh, yeah. yeah and how it can like fall in between any one of those like labels yeah mm-hmm. exactly um, yeah I mean, all of us are somewhere on spectrum, but yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, we're all hetero at this table, right? As far as I know. It was a very personal yeah. question. Yeah. But that being said, I think that it, it's the moment of wokeness for for people like us to even know those pronouns and know those identifications. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's huge leaps forward. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There is, I mean... A, um, a brotherhood between the theatrical community and and gay rights organizations. Of course, but yeah. Absolutely. Even if we were just Joe Schmo, Joe Schmo on the street, I think we would have a better use and knowledge of all yeah. this, right? Yeah, I, I, I think would. So at least, like in our quote unquote bubble, <laughs> like as like at least in New York, especially because right. that's everywhere. You can't escape it. It's also all over like social media, and like I think for the very like for the right reasons, like pushing forward as to like visibility of who people are and how that doesn't fall necessarily into a box. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The only time I ever was invited to the duplex I've never been was one of what? those... really? I've never been, but it was... One, the one time I was invited was, was one of those moments where, like, like, Ian never knows when he's being hit on. So... Yay! I was at, like, a late-night paint call, and it's, like, 2 in the morning, and a one... late-night what? Paint call. So I was painting... I was painting at a theater. Yes. Um... So I'm finishing up, and then one of the other um, stagehands is like, hey, I'm like, I'm about to go over to the duplex. You want to join? I'm like, dude, it's 2 in the morning. Of course I don't. And <laughs> then I, like, then, like, maybe... Because you're a 90-year-old woman. Because I'm in... Right. Crosswords. Date me. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was just one of those things, like, oh, that, they were asking me. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's my, that's my one, that's my missed opportunity at going to the duplex. You know, it's just a fun time. I mean, everybody from all over comes to, comes there just to sing at the piano bar. Piano bars are the yeah. best. Yeah. Yeah. But there are a lot of shitty ones. you got to really do some yeah. research. Oh, yeah. Or it's got to be by word of mouth. I mean, the best ones are by word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's different strokes for different folks. Like, yeah. I don't want to go to a dueling bar. No. Right? But I... An evening at Birdland is just as exciting for me as an evening at the Duplex. Yeah, I mm-hmm. just have to be in a different kind of mood. Absolutely. You no, know, it's like lemonade versus tea. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's an Arnold Palmer kind exactly. of night. <laughs> Arnold Palmer's so good. I love Arnold Palmer, and I have such a terrible time trying to pronounce it. Say it again? Arnold, Arnold Palmer. Palmer. For some reason, I trip. Palmer. Tri- Arnold Palmer. This is your palm, but he was Arnold, Arnold Palmer. Palmer. Yeah. yeah. 
Palmer. I just have a very hard time saying Arnold Palmer. It was a visual joke for everyone at home that this is your palm. It's hard to explain. I could have been a cheerleader. You don't know. I just yeah. held up my hand. You can't hear that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Also, what a guy that his name, like, ended up, his full name ended up being the, what that drink was called for forever. I mean, yeah. you would have thought it would have had, like, so some sort of iteration into Well, it's like a Roy Rogers is Coke and Grenadine. Mm-hmm. Shirley Temple oh. is Sprite and Grenadine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are there any others? I'm sure mm-hmm. there are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lazy Susan. Ayo! That's so <laughs> offensive. Unbelievably offensive. Is that offensive? Yeah, it's offensive. Oh, I'm sorry, bro. Um, a lazy Susan? I mean, I actually think. Oh, because your name is Susan? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Susan! Susan! All right, all right, all right. I feel like the Susans of the world do not get a good representation in. in um, Appliances <laughs> well, and you, in songs, if, I feel like Susans and songs yes. are kind what, of a little bit. What Susans are in songs? Wake up a little Susie. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, that Susie one? Q. Yeah, Susie Q. Oh. they're okay. either they're running around, run around Sue. They're always run like hu- they're a running slutty. Okay. Okay. Susie. I feel like songs Susan are... is down with Julio down by the schoolyard. Like I feel like those kind of ideas. Totally, Susan and Julio down by the schoolyard. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What's it called? Oh, it's kind of like that Jack and Diane yeah. idea. Yeah. Only Susan and Julio are making out like in inappropriate places yes. and like uh, curfew. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wake up, you gotta go home because, you know, you shouldn't be here. Yeah. Well, it hopefully makes you feel better, but I had a high school theater teacher that would use mnemonic devices and nicknames to learn the whole class's name. So there was this girl, her last name was Hip, mm-hmm. and so he would call her Brittany Hip to be square. Like, he would try mm. and remember with all these songs. But for me... He called me Claire as a fat girl's name from 16, from not 16 Candles, from uh, The Breakfast Club. Aww. Yeah. And which, what a horrible reference. I know, it was horrible, but that is the only famous Claire at the time. Now, Claire is like Everywhere. the mom on Modern Family. And the, right. You know, Claire Danes has had a meteoric rise, you know, with Homeland and, you know, yeah. everything else she did, obviously. But she's the only famous Claire, so there's not a lot of, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um. But that being said, Molly Ringwald, I mean, it's not a horrible... No, she's the Molly Ringwald's I'd, great. I'd be okay with being, yeah, yeah compared yeah. to her, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to say on this, Susan? It sounds like it was a fun night. Yeah. It was just a fun night. I mean, you know, I re- it rarely nowadays, so I get to just, like, let loose. Um, so it was, yeah, it was, it was good to remember back in the day when I used to do that a lot more. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right, girl. Kendra Joe. Jo. It's on you. Okay. What happened? I've, I've got something. This last Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, I went to um, Astoria. I, I had a gig there, and uh, we play at the Strand Smokehouse every Sunday. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a fun gig. I'm not always there. I'm just, uh, I'm, uh, sometimes invited and sometimes uninvited. A a neighborhood in Queens. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's far, far away from here (laughs) by, via subway. Um, uh, anyway, um, my friend invited, my friend Nissa Duca, our once fiddle player, um, she, invited me to go to the the giving tree yoga studio oh so good I yes which is it's just um 
it's a little further north in Queens than where where I was playing and I I was very tired and not feeling very well and I just thought you know I should I should go home but you know that like that millennial guilt was kind of nagging oh, at me I and like I was that. like you cannot yes. be the FOMO. Uh, you cannot be yeah a fear of missing out and also like I just don't want to be a flake so I was like you know what I told her I was going to go I'm going to go so I walked up because the subways were no good this last weekend. No. They were not Horrible. running. Horrifying. So I walked. I want to get to Queens this whole summer. It's just not going to happen. Just, just, go. Go. just go to Brooklyn again. Just exactly. live somewhere else. Um, I'm so <laughs> glad I don't live in Queens this summer. Yeah. Um, but I walked up to the Giving Tree Yoga Studio. Never been there before. Uh, Nissa, um, she purchased a month-long membership there because she's in town temporarily. Um, and she, she said, well, they're having a, a women's circle tonight. Oh, yay. And yes, you would love it, Susan. I've done those before. Um, oh, yeah, we'll go next month. Um, and I thought, well, I've never been to a women's circle. Let's go. Um, so I hike up there. Um, what is a women's circle? Oh, they're amazing. What? Can you describe it? Um, around, um, like, the full moon. I, maybe that's not true. I don't know. Was it a full moon this last? Yeah, it's a super moon. Well, Su- super was moon? it? Well, today, actually, guys. Oh, so dang. It's a super moon Whoa, today. Well, okay. it's cloudy and rainy. We're not going to see it, are we? Mm-hmm. Nah. Okay. Well, once a month, um, they they invite women to get together at the studio. Um, and a, lo- a lot of places do this, but the Giving Tree Yoga Studio does this every month. And women, um, all ages... Um, all kinds of different people show up, and uh, we basically we tell stories, we meditate, um, uh, we did some tarot card reading, we did some uh, a, a witch came and she did some astrology readings, and what? and uh, just uh, um, so cool. astrology scholars were there talking about. Do you, um, do you feel free to tell us if your tarot was? positive or or what happened with your personal yes yes so you know what i was feeling um i think this last month has been tumultuous for me and a lot of a lot of my friends you know things have been really up in the air and um tides are turning jobs are switching over i have had no idea what i what i was going to do with my life for like a few weeks there i had i was like oh my i i don't know and i don't have any money (laughs) you know like all these things that artists Mm -hmm. Go that through. go through yeah. on a daily basis but it was exceptionally tumultuous this last month so i showed up and i i just i'm very thankful that i went because uh they like it was just such a peaceful community and they really these women really were there to give and take and feed off of f- feminine energy and and positivity and um they said that um it's actually an ancient tradition so in ancient times, women would come together around and talk through things and do things like meditation, and and I'm sure it was different in all kinds of different traditions. But um, so yeah, this isn't this is not a thing unique to <laughs> Astoria. But uh, they only do tarot readings in Queens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta go take the uh, the trains that are on fire out to Queens. Yes. Well, I mean the the women's circle is an ancient tradition yes Yes. um so anyway my tarot card was um kwan yin and she is uh, a goddess of compassion and it's 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 more of a goddess of compassion for yourself so she was um it said that i needed to let go of things from the past that were holding me down and 
um, forgive myself and move on with compassion and let light come out of you. So, um, yes, I've never done anything like this before, and I'm not exceptionally spiritual, so um, I had no idea what to expect. I just showed up kind of with an open heart and 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 pretty run down from the month, and and it was wonderful. I had such a good time. Um, so yeah, check it out. If you are looking for a support group or just a, an amazing experience, go to the the Giving Tree Yoga Studio in Astoria, Queens. My boys, I used to go there. I just love yeah. them there. And I think that women's groups are so cool um, because they give uh, women a chance to just talk, talk, talk to each other and, you know, kind of go through whatever it is they're struggling with. And you, and I, I, I just love it. I just think it's such a special thing. Yes. It sounds like a safe space yes. to just be, like, unapologetically mm-hmm. however you are that day and to get therapy out of that, which is really great. Let's yeah. talk about the concept of a witch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in modern <laughs> yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so uh, we would all be witches with our moles and our Absolutely. piercings and, you know, possible <laughs> tattoos. I don't know. You know, we'd all be in trouble back then. I'd be Harry Potter. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Whatever. We would all be hanged. The Jewish Harry Potter. Potter. I would be. Yeah, I would be Harry Potter. Um, can you help the people at home understand what this woman does? What are her qualifications? Does she train? Yeah, she goes to Hogwarts for seven years. Duh. All right. No, but seriously, because a lot of people are confused about what witchery is and Wiccanism, and and they're completely different. But a lot of like mm-hmm. like bluegrass and country people think they're the same. So mm-hmm. no, you know no, what I mean. It's true. You know what? I honestly did not get to know the women in the circle. Um, I think I think when when we went around and and talked about, you know, we would give our piece of information from whatever they were they were whatever we were talking about um and it was less about trying to explain yourself and and give information and it was more about just like finding the truth and letting people like take listen and take what you were giving so when this particular woman was speaking um i didn't actually find out a lot about her and her personal life but i think she you know she gave a an astrology reading she told us um what was going on in the stars and she talked about um this was the month of gemini and how uh gemini susan when's your birthday june 16th yes june 5th all right there we go we just touched pointer fingers we et the mm-hmm. official gemini month you know, gemini she she said that gemini's are the one of the most misunderstood uh, Thank you. Of Thank all you. of the, all of the, I don't <laughs> know, horoscopes or the horoscopic signs. Okay. And not only the people are understood, but the the sign itself and the the information that goes with it. People think that the twins mean two faced, but it actually means that uh, for the mo- I mean, a broad stroke is mm-hmm. that um, we are. Um, extremists that we love or hate something that we are very decisive Mm -hmm. Uh, I think our our perfect astrological match hypothetically is Libra because we have trouble settling in one side or the other and when you Mm -hmm. when you're with a Libra both romantically or um, just platonically in a familial way they really uh, settle a Gemini soul Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that explains my dating history a lot. Yeah. 
Are you You're a Libra? I'm right? a Libra, and I've oh, dated yay. several Gemini. That's why he's yeah. a good business partner. Uh, because well, everything that I say that gets us in trouble, he's like, delete that. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's a good match. Yeah. I just, I also think it's just uh, uh, you have an ability to see so many sides of a situation. Like I can come into something and I can see all, I can see the way that it, it all works, or I can see like both sides of a situation, which mm. makes it so much harder for me to act on on one of them because i'm just like oh i i totally understand where you're both coming from mm-hmm. how am i supposed mm-hmm. to make a decision yeah oh that, i feel like that's so true in the because uh, some of my very like all, most of the women in in our uh snowy mountain sister group are gemini's really yes weird no way. Yeah. gemini's do not like to hang out it's gemini's crazy it's like really weird at all i'm it's... a taurus so i'm like i was like the outcast that's cool Big headed. I mean, bull headed. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong animal. It's interesting you said that, Susan, because um, when you open up like a horoscope app and you look Uh at the characteristics, you know, another broad stroke of of all Geminis. Mm -hmm. But generally, Geminis are most predominantly characterized by um, having a sharp tongue, that we Mm -hmm. are great conversationalists, Mm -hmm. that um, our communication is so localized and internalized for us that we can see every argument. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the thing about Gemini is we're going to pick one and mm-hmm. we're going to tell you our opinion. Mm-hmm. It gets me in trouble on the show a lot. <laughs> well, you know what they said? They said that right now, um, this is not necessarily characteristic to Gemini's, but um, they said this month in and in this time, um, you are going to have um, um, a sense of... Uh, uh, what's it uh, like a br- brutal truth telling I guess mm. um, I almost said brutality but that's not uh, but like uh. yes telling the truth um, saying things in the most straightforward way um, speaking um, having um, meaningful conversations that move um, people and um, that's make things happen so um, she said this is the month she said it may not it may not and maybe it's already happening for you right now, but she said this is the time where you are going to start moving things forward with your conversations and your words, and you will be telling truth and making things happen. So I thought that was really neat, and it That's doesn't awesome. just go for Gemini's; yeah. it goes for uh, it's. I mean, you know, I was just going to mm-hmm. say, Kendra Joe, I'm having this moment right now. I mean, you speak with such candor, and so oh. um, <laughs> and no, you really do. She just did finger guns. Finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> No, but honestly, I mean, I, I think that Susan and Ian would agree with me. Like, listening to you is a soothing experience. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel yeah. very settled right yes. now. Yeah. I think I find, and it's funny you say that, I I suffer from a form of OCD where I get anxious about saying the wrong thing mm-hmm. or not telling details exactly right. I know mm-hmm. no one else gives a fuck, but I'll stay up all night being like, fuck, I lost my job, or F, my friend hates me. Yeah. They have no idea that mm-hmm. that mistake happened. Mm-hmm. And it's not even a mistake. It was just like a, you yeah. know, like, a, like by the wayside. And I think if I wasn't a Gemini, if I was a Taurus like Kendra, I would... No, it's true. It it wouldn't affect me the same way. Anxiety. It's the cycling Mm -hmm. of thought, just constant, like over and over and over again. And and it it just kind of like you end up spiraling. And as a Libra, it's very similar. Yes. Really? Yeah. I go through like I think the same exact things. Like I like just for example, in an audition scenario, I will break down every little detail in my mind and be like, Mm. maybe that cost me the job. Maybe this got me the job. Maybe that cost me the job. Played. Oh yeah, I play back everything. Mine is that, like, okay, so if Ian said to me, um, 
hey, Claire, how's your day going? And then I ran into Susan, and I was like, hey, I ran into Ian earlier. And he said to me, hey, Claire, what's up? And then I'll go home, and I'll be like, fuck, I misquoted Ian. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, it's honestly that simple. It happens to me constantly, and I think it's this Gemini, like, communication is so... Ah, like, and, and you saying that this month is going to bring up, like, you know, like a, like a, a come to Jesus with the way we communicate, I think. Mm-hmm. No, and that's a universal thing? Like, that's not based, like, that's for uh, sort of everybody? Or is that based on, like, you being a Taurus or, like... You know, I, I think, uh, the, I hate to talk about astrology because I don't, I know only what I learned the other day from this woman, but, but I, I got the sense that she was speaking to all of us. Okay. Um, Great. um but... Again, I hope that I didn't misinform anyone because this woman, I this woman was very. Um, I could tell she had put a lot of study in. She was very passionate. Um, she was a self-proclaimed witch. Uh, well, you know, she she didn't really talk about that much, but she did. She she was like she was talking about how in her practice she was feel like something that was blossoming was like she was like I'm definitely like getting more witchy, and I just feel really good about my practice. And um, so that's that word really is heavy. that's yeah. Well, I think that like the whole Wiccan thing it has a lot to do with the moon and uh, mm-hmm. and and the planets. So I think that yeah. uh, being into astrology and kind of in, in that zone has a lot to do with that that from the little I know from that side of things. And the thing she's talking about with the moon actually because I went to a bunch of women's circles last year is that each new moon Oh god, that's right. Yeah. I'm trying to describe something <laughs> and not touch the table. Each new moon um at the beginning of every month carries the astrological sign with it that is being celebrated that month. So mm. so all the qualities of that sign are going to be kind of what the focus of that month is for yeah. you. And it affects everybody. So if it's Gemini, it's communication, and everybody is affected by that Gemini uh, sign. Mm. But that's funny if you think about it in the calendar year, assuming that uh, the calendar's never going to shift... <laughs> Right? Like, we're not Julius Caesar. We're not adding months. So, Gemini Mm -hmm. is at the beginning of summer, and Mm -hmm. people are getting hot-headed, and I feel like that's when people speak their minds. Right. And Mm -hmm. then right after that, we're coming up on Cancer Mm -hmm. in, like, the July to early August time. And um, I feel like Cancer's characteristics are, like, um, uh, laborious and, like, caretaker. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people, like, um, July is like, all right, we're set into it. We're going to the beach. We're going to chill. Like, whatever. And then August is the beginning of Libra. Virgo. And, uh, Virgo, excuse me. And is Libra? Oh, Leo. Libra's no, right Leo. after. Leo. Leo. Oh, okay. So then, and Leo, it's like, it's a hot time. People are back to <coughs> school. Me. You know, like, it, I would say Leo, obviously, is prideful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that is Virgo. Virgo. And I don't know a lot about Virgo. My mom's a Virgo. Um, that, which doesn't tell me anything, because I'm a lot like my mom, but I'm a Libra. Mm-hmm. Um... But like, but it makes sense because Libras that September October time, and Libras, if I do say so myself, are compassionate and balanced. And I think like that fall season where everything is starting to settle. Libras are also like characteristically romantic, like a romantic, yeah. Oh like yeah, romantic they're great. Sign. Yeah, and like, um, is it? 
Pisces is January. It's like, yeah, like and they're like a February? water. Uh, no, a Capricorn. A Cap. Is that's January. what I mean. Yeah. Capricorn is the turn of, of the turn of the new year every year, and it's like they're a, they're an air sign, and I feel like that's indicative of winter. It's just funny when you think about it that way. You're like, wow, how connected mm-hmm. it all it really, is. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It is very connected. Kendra, I loved this story. Yeah. Yeah. Is there was... anything else that you wanted to hash out about it? Mm. Anything on your heart? Oh, well, I mean, there, I mean, what's on my heart about that experience is that it, um, I needed that so badly. I left feeling like you are going to make it. You're going to be just fine. And, um, uh, yeah, I came out with all, I came away with all kinds of personal enlightenments, I guess. And, um, on the train home, I actually journaled, I wrote, all my thoughts down because I really, really wanted to hold on to what I had come across and what I had discovered. And we, you know, um, I've never really been into meditation, but, um, when we meditated, I like things were just clicking left and right. And it was, um, so I think even if it's not, if astrology or horoscopes or meditation, um, or even just like women's circles aren't your thing, I think that anybody could go and, um, take something away. And uh, honestly, there was one moment, um, in the women's circle when we were like doing this Aum thing, like, um, and I, I cracked up because it (laughs) was so like, it just, it was funny to me, Mm -hmm. but, uh, and, and so I took away some things and then other things were a little bit hilarious, but I also think that's okay because I, it was such a supportive group. They were like, you know, whatever happens, if you crack up, if you cry, if, you know, if, you know, you tell a really dark story, or if you feel nothing, that's totally okay. Just, you're here. That's cool. So I did not feel badly about cracking up at all. That's great. Um, because it, it truly was a very supportive group. Um, that's great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. So, before we go to our quiz, do you think you guys want to play us a song now? We'd love to hear one. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it.
That was awesome. <laughs> cool. Andrew Joe Brook, Susan O'Day. What are you obsessed with this week? You know, uh, this is not a new thing. It's um, fine. It's been a long time obsession. But there's this all-female bluegrass band called Della May. Oh, and so a, like we play so many songs in the Snowy Mountain Sisters covering their songs. Um, sorry, I touched the table. <laughs> okay. um, we play so many of the songs um, covering covering Delamay in our group um but check this girl's group out this lady's group out um they are tremendously talented and they, they play thing they play songs that sound old-timey mm-hmm. but they have this really crazy contemporary pop sound that somehow for me I'm such a traditionalist especially with bluegrass and so for me being able to enjoy a group that is so bluegrassy but can somehow like spin it with some pop sounds and styles it and it doesn't bother me it's and great. so that it sounds like such a snob but I I think what I'm trying to say is if you're if you love pop music if you love bluegrass they they are a wonderful group check them out Della May Amazing. Amazing. I love it. Susan, Susan, what are you obsessed with? Uh, I've been listening to Dear Evan Hansen a lot. Yes! Um, and honestly, like, I tried to get into it. Okay, so I'm part of this awesome group called the Broadway Inspirational Voices, and it's a Broadway gospel choir. And we had, uh, it was amazing. We have a, we had a concert this past week at the Sheen Center, and uh, Michael McElroy, who runs the Broadway Inspirational Voices, uh, did a ver- an arrangement of You Will Be Found. Um, and I hadn't, you know, I'd listened to Dear Evan Hansen, but I think because I wasn't really connected to the story, like it wasn't, it just wasn't sinking in. And then we did that song, we did this arrangement of it, and I just started, I couldn't stop listening to the lyrics and tearing up and crying because it's just so beautiful. Yep. And so since then, all week, I've just been obsessively listening to the entire cast recording. I still haven't seen it, which I really, really, really want to see. But it was, it was an epiphany. Really? Mm. It was, I was telling my friend at dinner last night. He, I mean, it's easily the best performance I've ever seen in anything, anywhere. Better than Meryl. Incredible. Um, but it's like, he's not, like, there's not a word for what he's doing. Like, it transcends acting. Like, it's not acting. I can't Ugh. explain it. It's so good. It, like, it it hurt, It hurts my heart. It, I, it, I can't explain it. Like, what he's doing is not anything anyone in the world has yet presented. Wow. That's amazing. I can't. I can't explain it. It's you just got to see it. Yeah. And the music is just so beautiful, so so breathtakingly beautiful that uh, yeah, my my boyfriend's been like, okay, babe, because I I whenever I am obsessed with something, I play it nonstop, like nice. over yep. and over again on yeah. the loop, because it's just it becomes like a cycle obsession. Yeah. In Gemini. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that's what I'm obsessed I, with. I actually realized what I'm more obsessed with. Okay. Um, sure. This week. Uh, I have two things. Okay, this week I saw Indecent. Right. Anybody? Indecent on Broadway. Oh my god. Like, please, please go to Indecent. It is amazing. It's about, um, it's about Yiddish theater. Um, oh, wow. In, uh, it's, I think it begins in like 1906 and takes us through both the world wars and ends in the 1950s, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so it spans over a long period of time. I went particularly for um, Ashley Monroe Brooks, who is, she is the assistant director of Indecent, and she's, she will be the director of a show that I'm doing 
at the nymph nymph festival this summer so i i went to like go support her and um it it was just mind-blowing so yes so is that the second thing or uh, or is there a, a second? Well, I'm also obsessed with Bright Star, oh, the yeah. soundtrack, because yeah. I so saw obsessed. it and I, of course, loved it in when it was I, at the Court Theater, wherever mm-hmm. it was playing. Um, at the Court, yeah. yeah, it was at the Court. Okay, which is also where Indecent is. Yeah. Um, but I, I went like a year ago to Bright Star and just was so. I was, I, I was like. It, Again, it like hurt my heart to watch this happen, and and it I loved it so much, and I also just wanted to be involved. I was like, please, I just I want to do something right now with these people. Well, the national um, tour set, so I mean, go and 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 get it. Toss your hat in the ring. Really? Yeah, it's Wait, ready to go. Did they? But no casting. Nothing's yet. No. happened okay. yet. Okay. No. Is it going out equity or not equity? It's going out C to tier D. Equity. Oh, cool. Yeah. Great. Oh, yeah. Good to know. At least it's one of ours. Yeah. Um, fierce. Question number two. Mm-hmm. Desert Island. Mm-hmm. First, we're going to go to Kendra Joe. Mm-hmm. Kendra. Mm-hmm. Desert Island. Three animated movies to watch forever. Definitely Tangled. Ooh. Amazing. I love... When Will My Life Begin Reprise 2 is perfect music I, I yes i um and i feel like every time i watch tangled i see something new it's so detailed and beautiful and i love that it's a newer disney movie that and that it's i just you know sometimes you're like oh nothing's as good as the old 90s disney movies but it is it's so good um and then that one's a return to form for sure yes yeah. uh animated um uh w- Probably Toy Story 1. Okay. And then Little Mermaid. Ooh. Good choices. Oh, wow. Great. And for good. Susan, Desert Island, three carnival foods to eat forever. That's a good one. Assuming that the caloric intake is no concern. Cotton candy. <laughs> first Cotton and, candy. First and right. foremost and always. Right. Um, obsessed. Definitely like funnel cake. Yes, absolutely. Um, funnel cake, and then maybe like a pop, like a, like caramel popcorn or something like that. Popcorn? Yeah, like yes. caramel, popcorn. caramel corn. All right, amazing yes. choices. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving right along. All right. Well, we talked. We started talking a little bit about it, but what are you watching and listening? And if you have it, reading. Um, I just started. I love Dick on I Amazon. It's, it's really good. Uh, so I'll I'll let you know as I keep going. But I I, I love that. And I saw Master of None recently, which yeah. just totally stuck with me. I mean, it's, it's beautiful, and there as there's just a lot to be said about it as a series. Yeah. Um, listening to you know, I'm Dear Evan Hansen, obviously. Uh, also, Brandy Carlile um, just came out with the Herner Band came out with this cover album of their stories from. Uh, are from their other songs from their album called Story um, and it is all so they had this album and then they covered it later and when I say they had a cover album they have all these famous people doing covers of the songs yes and it's a benefit. Dolly Parton yes. yes Dolly Parton does like the famous uh, Story song on her album so there's this big there's like all these famous cover artists are artists who are covering this album and all the proceeds are going to War Child um, which is a non-for-profit organization that helps children in um, war-torn countries. Um, so wow. it's huge and it's awesome. And the honestly, I 
being a fan of arranging myself, like just seeing covers done in a completely different way, it's just it tickles me every time. So it's Great. really cool. Yeah. Great, Kenjo. What about you, girl? Um, you know, I I'm constantly feeling behind on pop culture and um, my reads and sees and things like that. Um, That's okay. Anything's game. Yeah. I mean, okay. So, well, I'm reading 100 Years of Solitude. Mm-hmm. Um, and very slowly, but it's beautiful. It's a staunch book. Yes, yeah, staunch. Um, uh, and then I am um, slowly making my way through Transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. And I, I kind of think it's interesting that I chose to go see Indecent while I'm kind of like a paired. Right. Uh, yeah, it just was really beautiful like uh jewish um culture and uh homosexuality and the also transgender um culture so is that the right word to use transgender yeah the trans community trans community um but anyway i really liked that i have those two pairings and completely different but very similar topics in different time setting so i really appreciated that and then i'm always watching fraser really you are you totally are i love fraser as one does yep so um yeah that's it for me amazing period question number four it's an easy kind of hard one the last person you texted not including ian or i and you can't cheat okay susan my boyfriend billy He's oh. like, where are you? <laughs> and you're like, I'm doing a fucking podcast. Just leave me Billy. alone. I don't want dumplings. Okay. Ooh, oh, who doesn't I do. want dumplings? No. I have wantons. That's true. Wantons. Oh, that sounds so good. No, he's, uh, he's the best. I love him. And what my, about you? I uh, texted my boyfriend, Austin. He was like, where are you? No. <laughs> Doesn't Austin and Billy sound like a Nickelodeon show? Yes. It does. It's like they Phineas and Ferb, but Austin, Austin and Billy. Austin yes. and Billy. If only oh, we would get like, them together. Yeah, we could get them to Do make cool songs. Oh, no, they, they know each they, other. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, we celebrated New Year's together. Uh-huh. We oh, had a snowy adorable. New Year's. Yeah. New Year's. Double yes. New Year's. Yes. Yes. Well, it was actually um, kind of a triple, triple date. Plus, Even better. someone else was there. Pretty Some met. single person. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> fuck single people. Uh-huh. So I host a podcast. What podcast do you host? I'm never talking to you. <laughs> it's really, it's a really big deal. So, you know. Yeah. Exactly. All right. All right. Final question. Our favorite question here at the thing that happened this week. One person who you may or may not know, alive or dead, who you wish well. Always gets that reaction. Man. Right now, I'm wishing well uh, the families in Manchester. Mm. Good choice. Who have lost Mm -hmm. children and family members, so. Well, geez. Um, People I'm wishing well. You better pick somebody funny. Oh, my God. (laughs) Sorry, Susan. This is the ultimate worst. Oh, uh, uh, I guess Brandy, she's on my mind. I've been thinking about her music a lot. So. Brandy Carlisle. Yeah, I'm a big fan of hers, and I've, mm. I'm, I've shook her hand once, but she's like such an influence on me. So you remind me of her a lot. Really? Yeah. Wow. She's yeah, huge. High uh, praise. Great. Influence. All right. Well, this is the part of the show where we say thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you so much for having us. This is was the best ever. Yeah. Super, yeah. super fun. Where can really people fun. find y'all and the Snowy Mountain Sisters on social media or websites? 
Sure. You know uh, I'll go first. Um, you can find me, uh, my personal stuff at susanoday.net. Also, I have a handle Susan Sings, and it's all the stuff that I sing with, with um, as far as Instagram and um, YouTube. Uh, for the band, Snowies, we have a YouTube, we have an Instagram, we have, uh, we're on Facebook, we have Snowy Mountain Sisters is our Facebook page. We're working on a site, but we do not have a website yet, so everything goes through the Facebook page mm-hmm. or through our YouTube handle, but it's all Snowy Mountain Sisters. Great. Um, that's where you can find us. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can find me personally on the street. <laughs> no. um, you know, I my website is a piece of shit, so... Uh, you can I'm probably sure just like it's, it's just Google call me her. or no. just call me at Yeah, on YouTube, um, Facebook, um, yeah, and uh, I mean, I'm here at what? Uh, at what? What's, What's your, your handle? handle? Uh, my Facebook handle? Yeah, yeah. Just for me, yeah. I'm just Kendra Joe Brooke. Just, yeah. I, I'm just simple, man. Um, <laughs> and, I mean, but I'll be here. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, and also to put a little thing out for my sister, Brittany, who's, you know, we talked about who's in our band. And she's all right. Um, <laughs> she You know, she, she she's, doesn't suck. She's kind of amazingly talented. Yeah, she, she's extraordinary. She just put her album out. And you can find her uh, album, Away to the Lighthouse, Brittany Brooke, on Spotify and iTunes, and it's coming to um, Amazon Great. Prime Music soon. Um, but definitely check out her album, um, and yeah, it's really beautiful. So. Cool. Great. All right. Speaking of platforms, Ian, where are all the places that the show plays? You can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can find us on Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud. Anywhere you get your podcast, that's yeah. where we are, a.k.a. those four places. Yes. If you find podcasts elsewhere, I want to know your methods. Yeah, tell us. What are you doing? Um, um, and on social media, we're at This Week's Thing on everything. Yeah. Twitter, and we reserved an Instagram, but there's nothing We'll there see yet. what we do with that. Yeah, sure. Thisweeksthing.com, thisweeksthing at gmail.com. Uh, what are yeah. your handles? Um, I'm at, at iBroski on all the social medias and at Brodsky Ian on Facebook. What about you, Claire? ClaireManship.com, Facebook.com slash Julia ClaireManship, and at Womanship on Twitter and Snapchat. Great. Girls, thank you again. Yeah. This oh, was thank baller. you. This yeah. was the best ever. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you for Lovely having us. Power. So Guys, much fun. Snowy Mountain Sisters, check them out. If you're in Montana and you don't go to one of those shows, you're dead to us. Exactly. You're dead to us. Forget about it. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm Claire Manship. I'm Ian Brodsky. And, and that, that was the thing that happened, happened this week. Bye, y'all. Bye.